One bro, speed runners, noobs, and leets, welcome once again. It's the Idiot Gamer Podcast. Well, welcome back, folks, with me today. He's got the same name as a West Indian fast bowler. It's Andy Roberts. Greetings. And also with me today, he's a long way from heaven. It's Matt Angel. Hello. So what's going on, fellas? Yeah, all good. All very good. Excited for another podcast? It's only been about six months since the last one, about two years and six months. But apart from that, all good. We're not reliable. No, we're not reliable, but we are funny. So I think that's the most important uh, thing. Hilarious, in fact. <laughs> well, that's why it's taken so long. We've just been making each other laugh too much to yeah, actually exactly. record a podcast. So. Well, we've been too busy playing video games, which is really what it's all about, isn't it? You said plural there. We've been playing. No, that is we've been playing mostly one game, but we'll get on to that a bit later. Well, we only have room for one. It's like one goes, one turns up. It's so. very true. I wonder yeah. if that's true with most people, because we do tend to stick with a game once we've got it going on. We're monogamous. Monogamous? Monogamous. Monogamous. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Very good. Uh, But I thought today we'll start with, uh, rather than going straight into that stuff, I thought we'd start with some news. I was going to share with you some of of the latest news and see and get your thoughts on it. Okay. One of them, I know that I told you about this, Matt, and you you were slightly confused because I wrote on the list of things we're going to talk about today, number one, Drake. Yeah. You thought this meant that I wanted you to go off and listen to lots of Drake. I did. I did. Well, <laughs> well, I, a lot would be an exaggeration, but... I, I, I think it was probably worth it. You didn't sound like you enjoyed it, though, particularly. No, I got through uh, one, one and a half tracks before I realised it's not for me. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I have never knowingly listened to a Drake song. <laughs> I mean, I probably have heard it, but I would never have known that's who I was listening to. You must be aware of Hotline Bling. Drake. I would play it if I had it on my jingle thing, but yeah. I haven't got it then. And we don't want to get sued either. <laughs> we yeah. don't want to get sued. But yeah, the reason we're talking about Drake, Matt, is that he went on uh, a Twitch streamer's stream, this guy called Ninja, who's one of the top Twitch streamers for Fortnite. He went on uh, his, uh, his stream and he got Ninja up to 635,000 concurrent viewers, which I think was a Twitch record. That's pretty good. It's pretty good, isn't it? And not only that, but during that thing, he made 90,000 additional subscribers just during that one stream, which apparently is the equivalent of an extra 250 grand a week on his uh, YouTube. Oh, my God. I mean, that is, that's, it's a whole different world this day. I mean, I, am, I, I feel hideously old when, when people start talking about streamers and, and YouTubers and stuff like that. I, I, I don't really kind of get... I'd love to kind of get it. I just, I just... It's not for me. I don't really... It's because I don't really fully understand it. You know, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm all for watching, you know, because I've seen bits and pieces of, of, of streamers and YouTubers and stuff. Um, but, yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't get much out of it myself. No, I'm a, I must admit, with, with the Drake one, I think a lot of that will be that people who listen to his music will just go, perhaps if I go and watch him play computer games, he'll notice me. Yeah, possibly. And actually that is that's that's something that I've I've been absolutely fascinated by um is the idea of playing against famous people because i'm I'm not i I don't particularly get starstruck but there are a few people that i would get starstruck by and then you then you hear that obviously you know famous people he's on there yeah yeah yeah. he's on there like you know uh, you know do you know i mean i wouldn't get starstruck necessarily by him you know limmy the scotty offbeat comedian he is a massive overwatch fan really he plays loads of overwatch which is really exciting played against him we don't even know yeah i I think he's playstation as well oh is he yeah i think he'd probably be on pc 
but no, I think he's PlayStation. So I mean, that's just to find out some really of these cool. boys' usernames. Yeah, then, totally. It'll probably pro gamer But one of these things, something I thought was a bit weird and maybe sort of slightly insidious about this Drake thing, is that once it happened and all of these uh, big, like game, you know, all the game companies, Epic and everybody else, got involved it kind of made you feel a little bit like maybe this was set up to a certain extent. And one thing that happened during that stream, which was really weird, was that Ninja was talking to Drake over Drake's phone, and he was like, this sound quality is terrible. Why don't you download Discord? And then there's about a 10-minute period where Ninja takes Drake through downloading and installing right. Discord. Right. And apparently the Discord execs were losing their shit at this because <laughs> it was like the best PR they've ever yeah. got. And he literally explained to 635,000 viewers how to install their PR application. PR and instruction manual all in one go. Yeah, that is <laughs> pretty amazing. No, that's fair enough. I, yeah, I mean, I haven't actually I haven't watched back. I'd like to watch back. That's one of the other things as well. I'd, I'd love to... When you're playing video games with your friends, you kind of everybody is comfortable with everybody's levels and their abilities, and right because we're kind of all pretty much the same ability, I'd say. Um, but when you're exposing yourself live to the entire world, suddenly you're you're like people just. I, I, I would just be too... Ru- I mean, my aim is so bad that I would just not want to expose myself to that level of scrutiny. This is why the Idiot Gamer Channel is what it is. <laughs> yeah, quite. Because if we attempted to show people how to play, we'd be in a very, <laughs> very bad place. But I find that when I'm watching people on YouTube or Twitch or something like that, I prefer the ones who aren't amazing. Because the <laughs> ones who are amazing make me feel so terrible about my gaming ability. Yeah, Whereas if true. you watch someone who's just terrible... It's good because you realise there's other people like you out there. Even even some of the pro streamers are just like really, really terrible at some of this stuff. Well, it does make you wonder when you sometimes uh, think about the bronze level on Overwatch. Yeah. Like, I think we're quite bad and we come across some quite bad players. But down at bronze, there must be some terrible, terrible things happening. We are bad, but we will also forgo any form of strategy for something that's funny. That is true. And I think more important. Ultimately. Yeah, and, 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 and that's it. And and, and I've, I've always had this theory like about dancing as well. If you're, you're, you're crap at dancing, but you're doing it with a smile on your face, actually you're a really good dancer because yes. if you're enjoying yes. it, that's all that matters. And that, that's obviously the case with video games. Oh, it's matter. a wonderful message for everybody. There we go. Positive reinforcement. <laughs> and the final excellent message about the Drake thing was that he also revealed live on Ninja's Twitch stream that pineapple does go on pizza. No, I'm not having that. Well, I'm, I'm shutting this podcast down if we're, if we're agreeing with you've that. You've got to answer to Drake, I'm afraid. I'm, I'll happy, happily do that. <laughs> so on to a slightly more serious topic. So our friend uh, Trump was in the news again uh, and interestingly blaming video games for people shooting each other in American high schools, which I think is bad for him and I think not any longer bad for the video game industry because I think most people are now past this and actually have reacted to that with the same uh, kind of uh, in the same kind of incredulous nature that that we all did back in the day because Trump Trump described video games as creating monsters. I mean, I think my my thought on this is is, is the whole um, with the video the vid- video games were an easy scapegoat about ten. 
20, you know, 20 years ago. They're an easy scapegoat for all of the ills in the world because they were something that, that, that gen, the general population didn't fully understand because it was kind of, it, it was getting bigger, but it was still mostly kind of nerds and geeks and stuff like that, playing them in their darkened bedrooms. But video games are so big now. I mean, it's such a big industry. So many people are playing it. And, you know, and massive celebrities are now part of video games that actually, that, that it can no longer be that, that kind of bogeyman that people can blame because they don't fully understand it because everybody does understand it. So I, I just don't think it's a fair, well, no, I don't think it's an easy target anymore. So I think you're right. I think it'll backfire. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with that in, in terms of, I mean, I don't genuinely believe that anyone who wants to own a gun will, or someone who doesn't want to own a gun will own a gun because they played a computer game. I genuinely don't think that exists. And I genuinely don't believe that someone would go out and do a school shooting because they played a computer game that they weren't planning beforehand. Well, quite. I think you'll see, you know, you can just look around the world. Everywhere in the world has video games, but only the US has a serious gun violence problem. Yeah, and I think there was there, there was, there was just a statistic about the, the number of people who play or the amount of, you know, pounds per, you know, dollar per, per, per capita spent on video games between Japan and the USA. In Japan, you know, it's almost double the USA yeah. in terms of its video game cons- consumption, and yet there's no gun violence like that in Japan. So. Yeah. Absolutely. I think there's so many things in US politics at the minute, they will they will attempt to distort and use any information they can to support their view, but I think they won't get away with it in this case because most gamers especially are very well informed about the thing that they're interested in. And I think that these days that whole that whole concept is is very hard for anybody to believe. I don't think it's gonna it's gonna work out. And once again, I think uh, he'll be made to look quite the fool. He will, after which he, he's good at doing. He's good at doing that to himself. Yeah. But back to more interesting things. So I saw a review of uh, Ready Player One the other day. So I think Andy, you and I have both read it. Right? Yeah, yeah. So they played it at South by Southwest. Matt has Matt has no knowledge apart from the trailer. I no, I, I have opinions based on the trailer, <laughs> of course, obviously. But yeah, so uh, it played at South by Southwest, and uh, one reviewer called it an instant sci-fi masterpiece. Wow! Yeah, really? which is big praise, isn't it? That's that's going out on a limb as well. Especially because I thought the book was sort of a little bit shit. Well, I mean, I, I've got, I've got, yeah, it, it kind of is. Um, I, I, I kind of enjoyed it, but, but I enjoyed it through a kind of. I don't know. It wasn't the nostalgia element of it. I, I, I just I found it quite fascinating. I mean, it was very extremely easy to read, and I found it quite fascinating just just seeing how he was levering in yet another kind of pop culture reference from the eighties. And so so much of it was so ham fistedly done. It was they did quite, keep coming, didn't they? Yeah, it was quite it was quite interesting to to do to 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 to, to, to see how he was going to do that. Whilst reading a, a story which was which was perfectly entertaining, um, but I mean it is it is quite bad, and and, and I remember thinking, well, this is it feels cinematic, um, but it didn't feel like it would ever be a good film. There's far too much going on. Hard to make. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's Spielberg, isn't it? So I mean yes. you know, they got somebody with with you know, capabilities. Um, on, <laughs> he's on he's all right. Yeah, yeah but, he's all right. Um, I, 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 I'm fascinated. I mean, the, the the trailer is obviously they've done everything they can to 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 
levering as many pop culture references into that tra- those trailers as they possibly can. I'm including Tracer from Overwatch. Yeah, she, she makes an appearance. Made no, no appearance in the book, obviously. Well, no, but of course, you know, it's well, yeah, pro- yeah, because it's pre-Overwatch, wasn't pop it? Pop culture is a movable feast. It is indeed. It? But, but also, I think with that, I, there were quite a few people they tried to get the licenses for and they couldn't get it. So I think a lot oh, of the things really? in the book they had to replace with sort of newer or, or more accommodating uh, gotcha. IP, really. So. so what did you make of the trailer, Matt? Uh, I've, I, I watched all the trailers today that I could find on all YouTube. All the trailers? All the trailers that I could find. <laughs> Just um, all the trailers. So I don't know how many of these were official oh, trailers. Oh, you mean for Ready Player One? I thought you meant like in <laughs> yeah, general. Yeah, so I'm, I'm a big fan of uh, Game of Thrones. And, uh, <laughs> but I haven't read the book. What put me off the book is it sounded like a book equivalent of a like you know one of those Wayans Brothers films where it's just like joke after joke after joke but with like pop culture references yeah that's um, fair. but I, I'm not averse to the book I, I have no prior feelings about it watching the trailer didn't make me want to go and see the film uh which probably is a failing of the trailer that, rather than the bad. film um I <laughs> that like, is its only job I like after all. one thing got to me and this is not a rational thing. Uh, for those of you who know me, rational is not my my normal state of mind anyway. Um, so they had they had Jump by Van, Van Halen on there. And yeah. like, yeah, yeah, you're just getting in. Yeah, it's Jump by Van Halen. But the version of World in My Eyes by Depeche Mode they used is some remix that is just, oh, it's so horrible. Like, that tune does not need messing with. And yet they've tried to turn it into this sort of like... I don't know. Oh, I didn't like it. Like it, it frustrated me. Just use the original. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that as well because this is, I don't know if that was it a remix that came from the '80s or was it some kind of popped up new version? Like based on a 30 second research I did earlier, it's a band called Cicada or something who are quite recent, who yeah. some sort of British electronica. But I, I listened to that whole track. I, I thought I'll go and listen to it to see if. if I'm, I'm giving this a hard time. And it's six minutes of the most dull parts of world in my eyes. And, and that annoyed me. Part, part of the problem as well, is one of the difficulties that we're going to do to have selling this or making and selling this film is that the, 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 the vast majority of their audience will have been born like in the nineties, like their, yeah. their primary audience will have been born in the nineties. So for them, it's like the sixties and set like late sixties you know, and early seventies are for us. Okay. True, so yeah. it's something that happened way long in the past. Now they, they might, they might understand and get some of the pop culture references, but they won't have lived it themselves. So they have got to keep the people of our age who live through the eighties and the people a bit older than us who live through the eighties. They've got to keep those guys happy and at the same time, they've also got a rope in the, the the young kids as well. So hence having you know people like Tracer and yeah, the trailer. It is, yeah. and I think that's part of the reason when they're doing stuff like that with the music is just to try and get all of these different audiences on board. Probably a difficult job, but I get that. But don't mess with Depeche Mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, just right. don't I'm happy with that. I'm, I'm not down with it. Yeah. yeah, I think Spielberg needs to know. Yeah. You tweet it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to go and see Spielberg films as he messes with Depeche Mode. <laughs> and if he touches Duran Duran, there's going to be outrage. Jesus. Right, well, on that bombshell, I don't know if you guys have got any other news to bring to the table. Um, I, I wanted to have a quick chat about um, about PUBG and uh, Fortnite being on mobile. And I know yeah. we're going to talk a little bit about Fortnite later, aren't we? But yeah. um, but I, I haven't I haven't played the mobile version of Fortnite because that's invite only. I couldn't be bothered to get an invite because I've got... Fortnite on a massive screen. Why would I want to play it on a tiny one? Well, yeah. um, but I had a, I had to go PUBG um, on my phone for a start. It absolutely obliterated my battery. I only played one game. <laughs> uh, it played really, but 
Um, Did it have those on-screen, horrible like, on-screen controls? Yeah, it was. And it was all on-screen controls and stuff. Not and, a fan of and No, and I just... It, it was really weird. Like, I, I played... It was like 20, maybe 30 minutes I played this game. Massively late for work. Um, but I... I, I, I it's I, mobile. Yeah. Sure, sure oh, yeah. you could have been on your way to work. Well, not time. yet in the car. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I, did, I just... It, it, it seems to. I mean, I do. I know they're just doing it because they'll get a load of money out of it. But it just seems like a really strange platform for that kind of game. It yeah. didn't work. I. I mean, in in I, I killed five people and got chicken dinner what? on my first game. What? My first and only game. It's absurd. I mean, in in all the maybe five, you're just that good. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. That's no, it. I'm really not. But all five of the people that I killed attacked me first. Um, okay. And in a, a lot of it is just because it would be a bunch of kids or whatever playing on the, for the first time yeah. or, and don't really understand the game and stuff. But then also there were like there were fifteen people right at the end, um, and then all of a sudden nine people disappeared, and then I was hiding as you, obviously you would, yeah. um, and then out of nowhere it was just me and one of the fella. And then out of nowhere, he just disappeared on a one. And the, la- the, really last, right. the last 15 people basically just got bored and dropped out. And I, that's, that's a, a problem. It's a hollow victory. It's still it, it is. Well, yeah, still totally. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, I mean, I've posted all of that on social media <laughs> without any of the context. Um, but, but the problem there is, is it, it, you know, it's a, mo- it's a mobile phone game. Mobile phone. People want to knock around for like five, 30 seconds or a minute on a mobile phone game. They don't want to play for half an hour, like for people waiting, for people hiding in a, in a building. And I just, I just, I, I just don't think that's the future for mobile gaming. I just, it just doesn't work for me. I've got a bigger problem with it. So these games are both in early access on pl- pl- PC, PlayStation, all that sort of stuff. They're already struggling on Fortnite with server issues. They're already struggling on PUBG with the graphical capabilities, with bringing it to Xbox, all this sort of stuff. Yeah. Don't give yourself something else to worry about. Don't don't give yourself mobile platforms that you're going to have to focus on because these games are going to get surpassed by things that are designed from the ground up and are finished games by the time they come out. They yeah. need to focus on that. No one's interested in playing it on mobile apart from I, kids. I agree, but I wonder if if it you know like a lot of these things in the industry now, it comes down to. A, uh, it comes down to a financial thing, and I expect that they've reached the critical mass of people purchasing the game on the PC and Xbox platforms. Yeah. They're looking for another way to make some money, and so release the mobile game, even if it's not very good. They're going to make a fair bit of cash from from selling it, and maybe I can only assume it's not a complex port to move it over because it did mm. seem to happen very quickly. Mm. So I'm only thinking that maybe they didn't have to do very much, maybe to port it over and make a bit of cash. But yeah, you're right they're not going to be able to support it to the level that it becomes no. really good. And it, other stuff is already going to... Yeah, yeah. Like, look at Fortnite already, how that started off as a bit of a joke, isn't it? Just ripping off PUBG. And now everyone, including Drake, are playing, playing well, Fortnite. Well, the big thing for that was it, like, uh, PUBG not coming to PlayStation. So as soon as something yeah, was exactly. available with that same game mode on PlayStation, we've people been, were going to play it. We've been playing PUBG, I, I imagine, if it came to PlayStation. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Well, there um, you go. It's really interesting. I was chatting to somebody who doesn't really follow games. He's kind of got half an eye on on the industry and tech news and stuff like that. And he was just he was interested about the battle royale mode. And I tried to explain the battle royale mode and how basically Fortnite has ripped off the battle royale mode from um, from PUBG, but also how that is now going to be prevalent. And it's just like team deathmatch or, or yeah. crap to the flag is now that that is now just going to exist everywhere. Um, 
and and I'm really interested. I'm really excited by that actually because in the same way that Fortnite has done with the building element of the game, which actually I really didn't like to start with, but no. I've really warmed to. Um, every single game now is going to bring its own element to, to to the kind of to the mode, which is which is I think just good for gaming. Yeah, yeah, agree. definitely agree. And plus, we're we're always looking for really good multiplayer games, and there's something about the battle royale format that just works really well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Although I do, I do suspect maybe in six, seven years' time, um, it will just be, it will just be, you know, we won't be quite as excited by it because it will just be the same. Another game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In the same way that we no longer get excited by a first-person shooter that comes out, but I remember after Doom, you were looking for anything like that to play. So um, yeah, quite. Yeah, and, and, and it happened with with the like like COD and all of those games. Um, you know, it it was quite exciting having you know all, when the first ones were out, all, all the different uh, online game modes and stuff like that because it was still relatively new. People playing you know PvP online stuff. Um, and yeah, you're right. It's just it's just it's just boring now. It's so run of the mill. It's actually just tedious. But I think Call of Duty realised that because then they're introducing on the PC a battle royale game mode for Black Ops Four. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. there we go. <laughs> you see, straight on it. Yeah. Gotta love those Activision boys. Right. So we're going to move on to a new section of the show. Um, this this tune indicates that we're about to uh, we're about to play, play some right. games well maybe we'll see about that we're about to play some games so what what I'm planning that we do every week is that uh, I'm going to give you guys a series of questions and you're going to have to guess the game okay. from these questions you've got your hand up Matt I, I do I realise that that's a bit formal for the current <laughs> environment is this co-op or are we against each other? You I are need to very know. much against each other. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. Oh God. I'm going to turn. I my think notes. <laughs> I, I, I think I'm going to lose my. I, I have bad knowledge and also bad ability to recall information under pressure. That's good because so do I. So we're now on a level <laughs> playing field. And I'm going to pick really obscure things to oh, right, right. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm intrigued because we have had absolutely no prep. This isn't. This isn't some sort of like setup. It's, no, there's no. We have set. no idea. This is. This is going to be hard. So the way the game works, right? Okay. Is that uh, I'm going to ask each question one at a time, and you, if you have an answer, you just say stop and then give me the answer. Okay. Okay. Uh, you get as many guesses as you want, but don't have like 20 guesses on the first round, right? Because okay. the questions are going to help you as we go forward. Okay. And we're going to keep a tally every week, so pressure pressure is on. Okay. Right. Okay. So here's the first question. Ready? I'm ready. Okay. I am also ready. This game was originally released in the arcades in 1986. Okay, there's no guesses out of the gate then. Okay, good. Uh, Afterburner. Is incorrect. Oh. It's the only thing I played at the arcades. Keep going. I've got I'm, some I'm other keep, jingles I'm, as well. If you, I'm if, keeping my powder dry. Okay, if you have a fine. really, really bad answer, you might get this one. Nice. Yeah. Okay, so... Uh, but what we're going to do now is we're going to go into question two, which is uh, it was later released on the Atari N64 Master System and lots of other formats in like 87, 88. So, arcade game. Stop. Yeah. Space Harrier. Is an excellent answer, but it isn't, it isn't right. Andy's still keep. Andy's no, no, I was going to keep my powder dry on this. I can't think of any games. That's the trouble. Uh, okay there have been five main games in this series stop yes Matthew Street Fighter 
Oh, that's oh, big. It's a fine answer, but it's not right. Oh, that's oh, a, I, I was worried with that. I was worried with that. There's there got to be more there than There may five. have been four. Only four street fights. For main games. Okay, right, we're getting, we're getting into the nitty-gritty now. Okay. The main characters... Oh, God. Are George, Lizzie, and Ralph. <laughs> there's, there's wide-eyed wonderment across the Stop. table. As this in. isn't going to work because it's because no, it's not going to work. I was going to say Bomberman, but the main characters are for this four of those, isn't there? Yeah, there's a, there's a few of them. At least one of them called Bomberman, possibly. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's Bomberman, George, and then. That's <laughs> <laughs> still thinking. Is Super Mario's real name George Mario? <laughs> George Mario. What were the names again? George, Lizzie, and Ralph. Can can we re- recap the formats that you? It's pretty much everything, but it was okay. it was it started in the arcades and then it was like Atari N sixty four links, like all that kind of stuff. Okay. Okay. We're gonna move on. Smashing open windows in the game might Stop. reveal yeah. Rampage. Is the correct <laughs> answer <laughs> I'm glad you got that right, because I was about to say something that was gonna embarrass myself. <laughs> Oh, very nice. I love that nice. game so much. Do you want to know the final questions here? Yes. Um, as well as destroying buildings, you also had the option to grab and eat humans. Yeah. You, know, you just yep. grab and like, eat their head off. Yeah. And then this was the final one, which I thought would totally give it away. Uh, there's a film adaptation set to be released in April 2018. Do you know what? I heard that. I've seen the trailer for yeah. it. Do you know who it stars? Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, that is, that is, that is gold standard. That is, that is going to be a winner, no, no uh, doubt. I have seen the trailer. It's not going to be a winner. <laughs> I think that game story was, was paper thin to begin with. I have no idea where they're going to make a feature film from. That could have had a Depeche Mode remix in it and been better. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Well done, Andy. You oh, are really pleased with that. What do I win? Uh, respect. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good enough, isn't it? Matt, pressure's on for next week. Yeah. <laughs> Can we have a quick moment just to just in, in respect of the game Rampage as well? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, what a, a game. It was a classic. Yeah. A simple premise, very well executed, if I remember rightly. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to remember what format I had it on. I think it, was, I think it might have been the Game Gear the first time I had a yeah. copy of that. Yeah. It would have been on the links. Didn't one of you have a links? I had a links. Oh. I did. I only had like three games on it. The Mark One, the really ugly one as well. Yeah, oh. that's a good effort. It was. Well, sixteen-bit handheld. It was amazing. Sorry, carry on. Yeah. So, so there we go. So, so that's that's the new format. I'm going to try and keep it interesting each week nice. and give you guys something to uh, to work with. Matt, I'll try and think of something that might give you an in next time. They're no, not no, always no. going to be. They're not always going to be want, old. I don't want some sort of like. It's going to be a pity. I don't want. <laughs> I don't want a pity round. Want a pity quiz. I'm all right. I've got a score on the board now. Exactly. I don't. I don't care if this ends up Off being like ten one to Matt. I've got. I've got. You know, it's as long as no, it's, <laughs> it's not. A, it's not going to end up. <laughs> I'm just going to be there saying Paperboy for the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Just, You've just nicked my one for next week. <laughs> well, that was going to be my answer when Andy, when you were talking about breaking windows, I was like, Paperboy. Oh, yeah, also. Do you know what? Paperboy is probably one of the first games that I really remember thinking, this is fucking brilliant. Because of all like the games that I played on the BBC and on Spectrum and stuff, Paperboy seemed to be that little bit better. I remember thinking the graphics were good, which now I realise yeah. is, is madness. I also, re- I also remember... That maybe being the first game that I truly coveted, that yeah. I, I really I saw going. Oh my god! I've 
got to get hold of this game. I remember playing a Back to the Future 2 rip-off version of Paperboy really? before I ever played a true version of Paperboy, and it wasn't good. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, chaps. This, this, is, this is the part of the show where we're just going to uh, open things up a little bit and talk about what, what we've all been playing over the last week. Now, I realise that some weeks this will always be the same game yes. because we do tend to get addicted to one thing or another. But I just wanted to uh, chat for a second because while we've been playing a lot of Fortnite and the occasional bit of Overwatch, I've been playing Assassin's Creed Origins, which I surprisingly quite enjoyed, to be honest, even though, as Andy will attest to, it is basically doing the same, like, fetch and carry missions about a thousand times. But... This game really, really does look, like, amazing. And it's one of the first games on this generation of consoles that I've actually thought is worth having, like, this generation of consoles. It, they've recreated a really good, like, impressive world with a lot of detail, and it feels like every little bit has been really nicely, nicely curated. Like, if you walk around an environment, everything is done in such incredible detail everywhere you look and it feels very natural like stuff is really going on i i don't know you guys haven't even seen it have you i don't think really no i i have very little interest in it until it comes down to like 10 quid and then i might do it but... or i could just give you the distillate and you could play it for free yeah I, again even getting interested. it for free I'm, I'm really, <laughs> I, the, the price was sort of my reason for not playing it but now you've offered it me for free i just like i don't i don't have any interest sorry about that i mean I've, I've had my fingers burnt with assassin's creed games before and and i'm i'm probably i'm possibly cutting my nose off to spite my face here but the amount of times i've had people say no but this time this one is really good. You've got to give it a go. And then I've shouted out and I've just been, again, you know, they're, 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 they're always fun to start with for, you know, three, four, five, maybe six, seven hours, maybe. Um, but then it's just, it, they, the, the level of repetition on those games is just absolutely horrific. I cannot stand the return to the modern day stuff. I think it absolutely destroys the games. Um, but I, but ultimately, I just, I just find, I just find the worlds they're they're inhabiting, the the the, the actions they're taking. But I just find it all so tedious. I, yeah, re- yeah. I, 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 I wish I didn't feel so strongly against those games, but I, I, I hate them. No, I, <laughs> I do, them. I do, I do get it, and it isn't everyone's cup of tea. They have listened to people a little bit. They've cut out a lot of the animus stuff. You only have to go back like four or five times throughout the entire game, but. Every time you do, you just want to throw your console out of the room. You're like, why are you doing this? I'm engrossed in this really amazing world you've created, and now you're taking me out for this yeah. bullshit. That, that, that's what I always found with them, was that you get back to that bit, and it's just like, oh, you were really immersed, and now I'm going to remind you that what you were playing wasn't real. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It's and, ridiculous. And I played Black Flag, um, and... And, and everything everybody told me about Black Flag was starting to come true. And I was thinking, actually, do you know what? There is a great new element to this. There's, you know, and you get in your ship and you can upgrade your ship and all of this stuff. And it's and I, and I started actually starting to get engrossed in the story. It ne- it genuinely nearly had me that game. It really nearly did. And then it just wrenched me straight back out, straight back out to the modern day. And yeah. then and, and and the storyline for that is you're some guy who go, goes to work and you sit down and you're kind of processing through some video game stuff <laughs> yeah. and then your 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 
mission is some complete stranger comes along and then tells you you've got to go and hack all of your new colleagues' computers. And so that's what you're going to do. You have to go and hack seven computers. So what the fucking hell are you doing? I was <laughs> I was having a really, really good time being being like the king of the high seas and swashbuckling and like building yeah. a massive boat with like a big thing on the front and yeah. cannons. And then all of a sudden I'm walk, walking around like a 21st century office hacking people's computers. That's very Absolute garbage. What are you doing? <laughs> So I realise that the news section is finished, but there might be some good news for you. Oh, yeah. In that, uh, I've heard that Ubisoft are doing a pirate game similar to Sea of Thieves, but based like loosely around the Assassin's Creed pirate yes, thing. Yeah, in terms of I they're taking what they too. did with Black Flag, but they're doing a Sea of Thieves style game. So that sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Convinced- what do you reckon to Sea of Thieves? Uh, I have watched uh, a lot of people play it on Twitch. Yeah. And half the people seem to be having a wonderful time and and it seems very very funny the other half seem to be finding that there's not a huge amount of content there that's what i was concerned so i did see a few streams uh, and i was just like what what do you do what uh, do you do the most exciting thing that i've seen have been highlight videos on youtube rather than sort of you know it's it's where it's the funniest bits that they've got and and the streams that I've seen have been less funny because it's like being quite grindy and it's yeah. but you effectively get a map you go to that place you try to not get your boat sink and I think playing with your mates is going to be quite yeah, yeah, good fun actually I think it's something that we should probably give a go isn't it uh, maybe but is, I, I don't think that's going to be out on PlayStation Four certainly not before oh, the, is it not? the Ubisoft one no no and actually I oh, mean, really I thought it was coming out on PS Four no no oh shit okay I also I also as much as I there's, there's lots to dislike about Ubisoft I I actually also have faith in them being able to create a fairly well balanced game Indeed. for that kind of thing and with a, vaguely enough for you to do if it's, if it's a multiplayer game to get some you know decent le- depth of enjoyment out of it yeah. there is the risk that it just turns into the dark zone from the division in the sea <laughs> yeah. there, there is that potential is it, yeah. is it effectively an MMO then are there other people just what, knocking about where you are I have literally told you everything I know about this game <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, okay. perhaps we should have it in the news when we know more but, yeah maybe uh, yeah, ne- yeah. next week we'll come back and talk about CFTs when we know something about it yeah <laughs> <laughs> so what else have you guys been playing uh so i have replayed this week uh Gorogoa, which is the best puzzle game i've played in years um it's not long but it's beautiful uh, on I, pc uh, pc but it's available on uh xbox switch uh ios i think as well Tell us a bit about it, Matt. um so it's beautiful hand-drawn puzzle game you've got four panels uh, you can zoom into the panels. You can zoom like out of the panels. You can move around, and you can move the panels where they are. Sometimes you can move the overlays, and effectively, you're trying to make your um, you're trying to make your uh, little guy travel so he can collect things. And it's a really difficult game to explain. I recommend yeah. you go and have a look at it. I recommend you buy it. I recommend you play it. Nice. It sounds quite cool. Did you ever follow up on that game that I showed you with the uh, the timers? Do you remember we were talking no. about that the other week? Yeah, I've forgotten the name the name of that game, but it sounds like an, it's another puzzle game. And you basically had uh, you had a whole series of of timers that you had to maintain, and it was like spinning plates basically. So each of these plates triggers another event, and you have to keep your eye on it and watch as uh, as your timer runs down to take another action, which starts another timer, and then you have to take another one. It was like. It looked really cool, but it also looked like the most stressful game in the universe. Is that a physical game or a like PC game? No, that was a PC game. It sounds stressful. I will I will dig it out and send it to you guys because it's quite interesting. But yeah, so 
Uh, Gorogoa. Yeah, it's Check fantastic. It out, okay. Yeah, it's very short for what it is, but it's a lovely experience. I replayed it. It loses a bit with the replayability because you kind of know what you're doing, but it's just well worth the experience. Nice. So, love it. Um, also been playing uh, Surviving Mars on the PC. Oh, yeah. How is it? It's, it's good. It, is it, it like Astroneer? Because that's what I imagine. But... Yes and no, in that you're, you've got a lot more resources available to you at the start. Start, you've got drones. You try and build up, uh, get resources off Mars. Then you okay. build a colony. Then you've got to try and keep your people happy. It changes from... A, oh, is it a, a god game then? It's... It's yeah. It's it's. You're like, not a fella. You're no, like, no, no. You're you're a big corporation okay, trying gotcha. to trying to survive. It's a survival game, but it's also a base building game, and then it turns into almost a sim. Keep oh, your people happy. Game. Sounds like Andy would hate. Uh, it. Yeah, it's all it's all resource <laughs> economy, and then keeping people happy. It's, <laughs> that's what becomes. Um, and the last one I've been playing as well as Fortnite has been Nino Kuni Two. Oh, you've played it. Okay, I have. I was watching Jim Sterling's video about it the other day. He said it was very good, but not as good as Nino Kuni. I'm hugely disappointed with it. Oh, um, really? Yeah, oh, no. yeah. Uh, the graphics aren't anywhere near as good as the previous game. Really? As much as, well, Studio Ghibli yeah. hand-drew all of the um, cutscenes on the first one. And that wasn't the case in this one. This one, they, they appear to have half-arsed it a little bit. The oh, main world was much more beautiful. Like, when you're out on the map world, your guy's yeah. a little sort of almost like Nintendo style big yeah you're sort of moving between battles aren't you and on the big map on the previous one it was really well animated this one looks like a DS port or a 3DS port Um, they changed the combat system so that you uh, now have all of your party members attacking at the same time so you're only controlling one of them but you might go and hit someone or try to hit them you're powering up and suddenly your AI that you've got with you is is killing the fella beforehand it Whereas before you used to have one character in the thing and you'd switch out between them. Yeah. And the final thing is that you used to collect the enemies that you defeated and you'd have them like Pokemon and you'd defeat uh, them nice. and then yeah, yeah. you'd train them. That's all gone. Oh, really? So it's, it feels hugely disappointing. Very strange. Um, so rather than adding stuff, it feels like they've taken stuff yeah, away. Yeah, um, I'm, it, it's a good JRPG, but it's so disappointing, bearing in mind how good it could have been. Might as well go... And play Nino Cooney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I would 100 percent recommend. Ah, interesting. So I've um yeah, I, I actually just had to get up and get my phone to actually check what the uh the game that the other game that I've been playing uh is called. Because <laughs> I could I can't remember I've, I've got <laughs> Candy, no memory Candy whatsoever. That's the one, yeah. yeah. Um no funny because uh, I I've I've been heavily uh just Fortnite and a little bit of Overwatch um in the last couple of weeks. But um I did I did just randomly just out of boredom just opened up the Google Play Store and, and idly flicked through. Um picked up a game called uh Poly- Polytopia. Um which is basically it is basically a really, really basic surface level cartoony fun version of civilization. Nice. Um okay. and, and and I had I had a bit this of a was go. just after you were saying that you hated that style of game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and this this is what I love about because I because I, I played a bit of Civ six, are we on now? Yeah, yeah six so I played, is amazing. I played a bit of Civ Six on the iPad on the kind of the sixty move kind of demo version, because yeah. I'm not spending sixty quid on that kind of game. Um but the but this this thing is basically surface level version of that, so it's like that with with a little bit of the the the, the background stuff, but but not too much that it get it makes me bored and feel like yes. I'm doing homework. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's all right, it's good fun. I mean, nice. you know, it's like fifteen minute, twenty minute games usually. Um, they usually just do it by like you know like sixty move things again, or you know until you've wiped out all of the other civilizations. But it's it's usually yeah. pretty straightforward and in short. But I mean, and, and I'm I'm pretty down on mobile gaming as an industry. 
but it was free. There doesn't appear to be any. Uh, they were, I don't think it's even adverts. I'm not sure, surely, entirely sure how they've monetized this thing, but uh, they, there was no. They're there was scouring your phone for data. Possibly, yeah. yeah. I couldn't see any microtransactions or anything. <laughs> certainly not the, the, the extent that I played it. But yeah, no, it was right. It's quite good fun. Nice. I think there's. Uh, for me, there's always a fine line with those types of sim games that I like. I like the building stuff and I like building stuff up, but I don't want it to become like a hassle to be managing everything, which is why. Of recent times, the one I played most was uh, City Skylines. So, I can't say it. City Skylines is really, really, really good because there's a mode that's like included in the game that allows you to turn off money so that effectively you don't have to worry about how much you're spending. Okay. And then it really just becomes like, how well designed can I make my city when I have no money constraints? Because usually when you play those games, your city ends up like a complete shithole, and you've got yeah. no money, you're in debt, you can't change <laughs> anything, and the whole place just ends up on fire. So I like the idea that I could just like take the money out of it and make something really, really cool. And I just played that for hours like idly without really even thinking yeah. about how much things are costing me and that was much better I know Matt's in love with Civ I love Civ it's his thing. well I love Civ 5 and I love Civ 4 as well so um, yeah I, I, I think you should buy Civ 6 that bastard Gandhi yeah still he, bombing people he does nuke quite a lot of people he generally at the moment he just threatens people with nukes rather than nuking them but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so that that's it pretty much I started to play FIFA again after I finished uh, Assassin's Creed uh, went back to FIFA realised what a racket that is but it's strangely addictive again I don't it, in fact when I'm playing it I'm not even enjoying it necessarily no I just I, I, I'm, I'm just somehow psychologically addicted to it I, I don't I, I do not enjoy football sims I start I, I, the last football sim I enjoyed I think was it would have been back it would have been back when like Pro Evo was the best one two times ago if that makes sense yes like um it was quite a long time ago, um, and it was it, it was actually back when I, I you know I lived with folk. I lived with other chaps, and so you just just out of boredom, you just have a quick chuck on. Um, we used to play quite a lot of Pez. Yeah, um, Pez yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Um, in fact, didn't we have we had a tournament where we were doing actual genuine, legit ninety minute matches? Oh yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but. But yeah, no, I, 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 I lost, I lost interest in football games a really long time ago. I can't tell the difference between them. Now. No, I think now I've just, I the problem is I once played like a few hours of Ultimate Team and then I stupidly got addicted. But it is entire. I realise that I'm being tricked. I understand that that's what's happening, but it still doesn't stop it working. Yeah, you, know? you were explaining the other night when we were on voice chat that yeah. you. There were two different versions of Kevin De Bruyne, De one of whom yeah. was a level 90, one of whom was a level 88. Yeah. And I, I just couldn't get my head around what you were telling me. I, I just didn't understand the words. Welcome to the out. world of Ultimate Team, man. It, 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 is, it is an esoteric and insidious world. And I don't think it's good for anybody, but, but it's happening. I didn't understand. It's a multi-million dollar industry, just fucking Ultimate Team on its own. It's terrifying. <laughs> but I didn't understand what the difference between those Kevin De Bruyne's would well, be. Well, you want the higher Kevin De Bruyne, obviously. You want the 91, yeah, you don't want the 88. What, is he missing like a finger or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a slight cold on one of the This is on an off day. <laughs> There's no explanation for it. I don't understand it either. But all I know is that I want the 91 level Kevin De Bruyne. That's what I want. It's very frustrating. But yeah, so that's it. So we're playing a bit of FIFA. I'm addicted to that now, but I don't enjoy it. Uh, <laughs> for, the, for the uh for the rest of the time we've been we've been playing Fortnite, haven't we? Big time. Yeah. So 
Right then, boys, give us give us the latest. So we've we've never really talked about Fortnite before on any idiot game of things. I think it's come along since we last did anything. Well, that's the reason we haven't done any more idiot games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe that is right. It's it's fascinating, isn't it? Because we, we we almost kind of stumbled upon it by accident, didn't we? Because yeah. I I think I I I was just a bit bored, and and I and, and I saw I think I don't know if anybody's got an Android phone and you open up like Chrome. Google do this really annoying thing by by like suggesting articles for you. I right. absolutely hate it, but and it just popped up there saying why um, um, Fortnite Battle Royale is 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 now overtaking PUBG as the world's biggest game or something. And I said, well, what's this all about? And so I just downloaded it, and I was like, well, this is actually all right. And it was actually, I mean, it was actually a bit shit back then in terms of the graphics and stuff. It was really basic and really rubbish, um, but. Yeah, and it was just yeah, complete, complete kind of off off the chance. Let's give this a quick go because it's free to play. But holy cow, that game's fun! Yeah, I really wasn't convinced to begin with because I've been watching a lot of PUBG streams and I've been talking to you guys about playing PUBG, but we don't really have a big PC game thing going on, so we we just kind of missed it. And then Fortnite came out, and I was a little bit against it to begin with because it was just I just thought, well, this is just a straight up rip off of. Of PUBG. I remember, I remember when you first you first joined us in a game, and you were like, "This is just PUBG for God's <laughs> yeah, sake!" Like everything that happened, yeah, everything that happened. I said, "That's PUBG. This is PUBG. That's straight out of PUBG." But you know, even though that's the case, it is still really good fun. And I think there's a, there's a couple of things that that make it really really good. One is that the because the map is that bit smaller than PUBG. Uh, things happen much faster yeah so the drop in drop out games are more interesting i think much mm-hmm. more fun um and the building mechanic adds a whole different a whole different thing to it i mean apart from that building mechanic it basically is PUBG without vehicles right that is, yeah that's yeah. pretty much what it is and a sense of humor and it does have a sense of humour, yes, yes. Which PUBG, from what I can tell, resolutely does not. Um, um, I would say PUBG appears to think it's got a sense of humour by letting people just run around in their pants. That yeah. That's the soul. I think, I think the humour in PUBG streaming, especially, has been generated by some really good streamers. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, user, yeah. Yeah, the user content, definitely. Yeah, I think that's what makes PUBG really good. But I, but for for me, on a console as well, like the Fortnite mechanics just seem to work a lot nicer for console. Yeah, I agree. I, I it's um I don't know. I think there's there's something there's some there's, it, it, yeah, yeah, it, fe- it feels like a PlayStation game. I mean, it's it feels like a, it feels like a a, play, a, con- a controller game. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. Um there's there, you know there's no auto aim or anything like that. It just it just it just seems to suit it. It just seems to fit it really nicely. I think there's also the fact that on console there, there, it's a different skill, right? Shooting and aiming mm-hmm. on console yeah, yeah, is a different absolutely. skill, that I, and it's a, and it's an issue that I think does level the playing field to an extent. I think on PC you get some people that are just Twitch gamers and are fucking amazing, and they can yeah, hit, yeah. hit anything at any moment, headshot every time. Whereas on console, I think there is that extra level of randomness that means that when you do get down to those one-on-one battles, even like idiots like us that can't aim have still got a chance. Yeah, definitely, and I, and that, and that's I think I think definitely one of the things that I I like really a lot about it the building mechanic which I wasn't happy about to start off with I thought this game would be amazing if it didn't have it that's partly because I didn't know how to do it myself um, yeah. but actually one of the things that I think we've learned to do and and enjoy loads is that 
you can use the building mechanic to your advantage without necessarily having to build all that much. Yeah, yeah. So people who are building, there are ways, and this is what's great about it, because there are strategies and tactics that you can play in that game to undermine people who are building and actually use their kind of building and their towers and stuff against them, which is great because it means it means you don't have to play the game the same way the people, the pros are playing it. Um, and, I th- and I just think that's great. I just think it, it's... Yeah. It's what it's wide open in terms of its strategy for that reason because of the building. Yeah, it does make a huge difference, and we noticed that when we were playing up front first few first few games, we were getting killed a lot by these guys that were able to build very quickly. Yeah, in like clutch moments to build and, and give themselves an advantage. But and then we started doing that. But now it feels like we've gone the other way, and we now use other people's building to to yeah, define yeah. our strategy. Right? Yeah. So we watch and see other people, but actually. By not building, you give yourself an element of surprise, which is actually pretty cool. Because I think I think a lot of the people who are the pro builders basically are fully expecting, particularly when they get to the end game, they're expecting the other people to be also building. Yeah. So they're looking for the tower and they're 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 fine. And so yeah, you can can always subvert it. I, I, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Be like a saboteur. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And what do you reckon, Matt? Like, I think of all those of all those type of uh, co op games that we've played, like Division and a bunch of others. This one, I think, has the most replayability and it's the most fun, I'd say. Yeah, I, I, I'd say, well, Overwatch and this are the two that I love in terms of the games that we play together. I like The Division. Like, It was more fun because I was playing with you guys rather than it being a great game. But Fortnite has just caught our imagination. I mean, I must admit, when I first saw Andy was playing Fortnite, I thought he was playing the co-op building zombie yeah. horde one yeah. i didn't even realize that battle royale existed as soon as he told me no it's battle royale like PUBG, i instantly downloaded it i i knew i'd like it the thing is bloody riddled with like bugs and performance issues though it is frustrating sometimes because i think they they're just not prepared for the level of interest they've had in the game i mean i i mean i i, I, I to an agree i extend to an agree but i mean i actually think given that it's early access and it's free to play i think the the and will always be free to play i actually think i th- i think it's a tolerable level of of issues um i i've not experienced the issues at pubg here because i've never played it apart from that one game on my phone which i won yeah. by the way <laughs> um, but yeah i so, so i don't know but i mean i understand that that's been riddled with with issues and stuff as well but but i, I mean but now particularly it's late on i mean i think i think the i think it's a tolerable level of you know occasional server issues and stuff like that um it looks so good now as well. I mean, yeah, it's so it much better than it used improved, to. Yeah, in the quality. It of does, but in the past two weeks, it seems like there's a lot more pop in, and it feels like they may have toned the resolution down a little bit. So something I, did change with the pop in the other day. I think it was when the mobile was released. That's exactly when it happened. So, quite frankly, stop that mobile nonsense. Yeah, yeah stop that mobile rubbish. Yeah. So yeah, so what? One thing that I wanted to do from now on is each week I want to generate a top five. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this week, just to get us going, a nice easy one. I thought we'll do we'll do our top five uh, Fortnite weapons. Nice, because it's quite interesting when we've been playing. Each of us are actually looking for different weapons, and it works quite nicely because it's not like everybody always wants a blue shotgun or something. Actually, we're we're usually picking up weapons we don't want and dropping them for each other, right? Which yeah, is yeah. pretty cool. And so I don't know. What do you reckon? So I think we'll pick a gun each, and then we'll uh, fight over the other two. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pick pick mine in. Mine is really really random and weird that I'm picking this, but I I I adore the blue assault rifle. 
Um, and, and the reason why I'm wow, going that's for so the, random. Well, the reason I'm going for the, the the blue rather than the purple or the gold. Yeah. Because they are obviously, you know, like you know, they are they are demonstrably yes. better. But there's something the, the blue happen. You get the blue significantly more often than those. Yeah. And the psychological difference it makes to my game <laughs> yeah. when I've got a blue assault in in, in my loadout is is incredible. It's I, massive. I, I, I remember picking one up, but I noticed this first time I picked one up in a game a while back, and I, I actually physically relaxed into my beanbag. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I actually, I actually, I, I, I've got this now, and it was just something about that gun, you know, something about that gun that just gives me the reassurance. So that is why it may not be necessarily the best, um, but it is my personal favourite. Nice. No, don't give him a beat for that. Yeah, like, you get a coin for that. No, you would always choose a gold over a blue, though. Well, no, yeah, I, yeah, I would yeah, choose but, a gold over a blue. But, when, but do, I, when do you get a gold? One every ten games? Okay, okay. When and, you, and yeah. you know... And usually, I, I, usually I won, by the time I get the gold, I'm okay. dead about a second later. But, like, I 100% agree with what Andy just said. <laughs> like, as soon as you get a blue or something, you're just like, ah, oh, that's better. Like, even a green, you're just a bit twitchy. Yeah, you get the a difference blue, between because like, green and the blue is disproportionately yeah. high, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah. And also, actually, if I pick up a purple or a gold, particularly a gold... Something psychologically, again, I don't enjoy that game as much anymore because I suddenly feel under pressure to perform. Right, okay, fair enough. <laughs> I feel like I have, I, I, I ought to, I ought to win this game now. Okay, he's convinced me. He's convinced me. Very nice, Matthew. Oh, I don't know. I, I'm going to go for my top one. Go I'm on, going to go, go for on. my top one. Yeah, and I'm not going to go for the hipster like you know grey burst. <laughs> <laughs> grey burst. <laughs> I fucking love a great. I'm sorry, I'm not being, I'm not being called a hipster on this. I'm sorry. Well, well, you know, if you knew how to play the game well, you could, uh, you, know, you could handle the blue. Um, no, I'm going, I'm going top level, top level purple tactical shotgun. Oh, I love like, a purple yeah. tactical. Um, Again, with the blue, if you get a blue tactical shotgun, you feel at ease. If you've yeah. got that and yeah. a decent assault rifle, you are set. But the purple, if you've got that, because I I play, especially when I play solo on Fortnite, I'm a coward. I'm an absolute <laughs> coward. So I will hide in buildings. I will hide under... Andy watched me. We were a team. He died instantly. I hid under a staircase for about 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, That's how you play Fortnite, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in those sorts of close range, a tactical shotgun is way better than an assault rifle. And a purple is yeah. the best one of those you can get. So I uh, just, just I think having that purple tactical when you're a one on one, you really feel yeah, very yeah. confident. You're like, I can two or three hits. Uh-huh. Yeah. This motherfucker's going down with yeah, the purple yeah. tactical. I do love it. Very good, very good. You get one of these. Nice, oh, yeah, nice. Uh, my favourite, which is kind of weird, but I just feel that I I'm more accurate with it for some reason. Is the purple suppressed pistol? Yeah, I fucking love yeah. it. I think there's something about the way it shoots and its stability that whenever I've got one, I'm like, I've got a great chance yeah. with this with this pistol. It's, I really, really like it. And plus, nobody knows where you're shooting from, which is a massive bonus. Yeah, yeah, agreed. It is, it is probably my weapon of choice. If I'm sneaking up behind somebody and I'm about to unload bullets into them, yeah. that is my weapon of choice, absolutely, because you're right, it's, it's quiet. Yeah. Um, and... And you can unload absolutely shitloads of them in really, really quick succession yes, exactly. without any loss of accuracy whatsoever. Yeah, and I actually nice. and I actually took somebody as well. Like I was coming down a hill, 
and uh, there was like a, pa- a path and then they were going up the other hill. They must have been like 50 odd metres away from me. And I unloaded a purple on them from that distance and it still took them down. It was ace. Yeah. So yeah, no, I concur with that. Good, good shout. Uh, so have we got any other pitches for the final for the final two spots? Um, where else have we got left to go? I mean, well, the rocket launcher got me my first solo win. Oh, so yeah, and that was a, a gold rocket launcher. I mean, that is that's the holy grail. But actually, part of me, part of me, would feel better about that first solo win had I done it with a with a, a weapon that wasn't a rocket launcher. I mean, they are ace and they are fun. But if you've got one of those and the other person doesn't, it doesn't feel like an even battlefield. No, Although there, there is a huge risk of killing yourself with the with the rocket launcher. It's not like a gimme, is it? Because I've killed myself. I've killed, <laughs> I've killed myself with, with rocket launchers more than I've killed anyone else. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I've got... I, I, I put in mainly because it got me... Uh, because it got me our first... Chicken dinner there was the was the gold mini. Uh, I very much oh. enjoyed. I very much enjoyed ramping that bad boy up round the corner yeah, yeah. and finishing that guy off. That was that was that was incredible. Just watching that, it was like slow motion. <laughs> as I just turned, it was like my 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 corpse was crawling towards you, just to see that guy just kind of just kind of start running towards you. And there's like this spray of bullets as you were there, oh. like yeah, it just went. And he just ran slow motion into this <laughs> spray hail of hail of bullets. It was amazing. It was beautiful. I think the gold mini is gonna get is gonna get a mention. I I'm this. not a fan of the miniguns. Oh. I would much rather have a purple tactical submachine gun or something like that because that in close range just will yeah. destroy. The mini is people. hard. It's not actually easy no, to hit no. people with that. I, I actually think as well. I think, and I've learned this quite recently. I think we've been using it really really badly. <laughs> and like and I and I think it is very much a close quarters gun. Okay. Um, when you're in a two against a one, or you're coming to save bail somebody out who's being attacked, you you're taking somebody who's not paying attention to you. Right. They're fighting somebody else in close quarters, or you can use it to tear through somebody's building. Yeah, I, th- I think yes. that's when yeah, I've yeah. looked at people online how they use the miniguns. It's for tearing down buildings, yeah. and then you switch to something uh, okay. to take them yeah. out. Yeah, good shout, good shout. And so I think as a wild card for our fifth entry. I was thinking about the uh, the, the, the trap. Ah, oh, Luca Tony, Trapper Tony. Yes, oh, yeah, Luca, I do Luca love Tony. a trap. Because I think we've all come to love the trap yes. over time. I yeah. don't think we knew what we were doing with it to begin with. Well, we were putting them on the ground where people can see them. Exactly. You don't put them on the ground. Badness. My, um, one of my favourite things about the trap is, do you remember, our, was it our first? No, it was our second group win, wasn't it? The one in, yeah, in, yeah. Um, uh, in, in the oh, Greasy Grove. Oh, Greasy, yeah. Um, yeah, is that the, the, my kind of big kill at the end game of that was, was, was with a trap. Um, and to be fair, I then got wiped out trying to like gloat over his corpse and take <laughs> pick up all his stuff. But 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 nevertheless, that was yeah, that was there's something really satisfying about getting somebody. Yeah, there is. The I think, I think it would be interesting. They they brought out the remote bombs recently, and I think it'd be it will be interesting if there's more like environmental kill stuff that they bring out in the future. Because leaving a trap and setting off is great fun. Well, I think the remote bombs is for bringing down buildings. And towers. Oh, I okay. think that's really almost entirely them. where they, you put them on all four sides. You press it, all four walls oh, go. Oh, you've just blown my down. mind. Yeah, yeah. I've never really thought um, about that. I, the other because the other way doesn't make sense if you just leave them there because as soon as you switch, as soon as you switch guns, 
you and you try and zoom in, it will set off all the bombs. So it must be for short term, yes. like timed. You get you get you get some extra coins for that. I've not really thought about that. Thanks. Because what I, what I wanted to use them for, and it is Max explained why that's not feasible. What I wanted to use them for is if you if you have them, you set them up remotely where underneath a trap. So if somebody with a shield on goes into your trap and they don't get killed. Yeah. You can then follow it up instantly because you can nice. be miles away. You yes. hear your trap go, and, and then pop your, and yeah. pop your thing. Or if it's in, does it work anywhere? You don't have to be in proximity. You know, you go as far as I know. You can be anywhere you like. Huh. Um, but and also, if you if you, if you're in a team game, you knock somebody out with your trap. You can finish them off with a remote. Yes. But the problem is, again, you then don't have the. You don't then get to use L two. You don't need to use your aim on any of your other guns until you've blown that thing up. Oh, really? So, yes. It's, it, unfortunately, it would have been a great thing to use, but it's, it's just not going to work. I kind of wish they were proximity mines rather than, you know, yeah. where it does the sort of like beep, 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 yeah, beep, yeah, beep, yeah. and then people are just legging it away. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Maybe that's the kind of thing that's going to yeah, come up yeah, in the future, because that'd be very cool. it, it doesn't seem like they're getting bored of adding weapons, so yeah. I, I think they probably will do. Yeah, well, although that, that, was to, that, that, well, that wasn't an addition, was it? That was to replace the smoke bomb, wasn't it? <gasps> was it? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I hadn't the smoke bomb is now out of the game. I, I I hadn't even realised that till you said that, but the smoke bombs are gone. Yeah, they I'm are. So disappointed at that. And I'm quite glad because you're a pain in the ass with them. I just like it when we're hiding and I just throw a load in there. <laughs> yeah, you are an absolute liability with those. Oh, I hadn't realised that either. But the heavy shotgun is a is a new addition, right? Yeah, on I think top so, of yeah. Else, which I've I, I did pick up a couple of times and is very good. I good. Yeah, I've picked up twice. Both times I've tried to shoot somebody with them, I've been insta killed. Oh, so no, I think there's something wrong with them. I think they're broken. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna lock down our top five, which is gonna be the purple tactical, the blue assault, the trapper Tony, the uh, purple suppressed pistol, and the gold mini. Lovely. Which I Happy quite with like. That. Yeah. We'll give ourselves a power up for that. I think. And so, uh, yeah. So that that leads us on to uh, the final section of the show, which although we're not playing a lot at the moment. I think it's very important that we don't forget our roots. Yes. And that we go back to Dorado. Yes, Overwatch. So I don't think we should forget we should forget probably the the, the best game of the last two years and I would say probably a game that, that reached the height of being my favourite game of all time. Uh, given how much we played it yeah. over the last yeah. period, uh, and although we're not playing as much, we're still dipping in and out. I think yeah. I, I still need to get back on season uh, nine because I haven't finished my placements. Yet. No, me neither. So no, same we need here. to jump back on that. But there has been a bunch of changes, and I think I haven't played Bridget yet. But I think you guys played her the other day. So what do you think, Brigitta? Oh, is it Brigitta? Brigitta. Yes. Yes. Um, uh, yeah. So I, I've, I actually jumped back on again yesterday to have another go at her because with the first time we played it it was on the first day wasn't it on Tuesday and it was chaos it was absolutely I mean obviously chaos. we jumped into the, the, the no limit so yeah. it was kind of you know 66 um, but I went back on and had another go at her um, my initial reaction was there's there's lots there's lots to enjoy about her um, uh, she feels like she's <laughs> quite difficult to pick up 
Um, but I initially I wasn't I, initially I wasn't convinced. Initially, so, explain a little bit because I don't know that much about her. So what 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 is her what are her abilities? So her, prim- her primary fire is she's got like a mace kind of thing which she kind of throws out and it's just kind of like a it's a melee or is it's it a, a, it's a melee yeah and okay. it's and it's 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 quite it's a kind of a medium long range melee. Right. Um, so that's kind of her primary fire. Yeah, she she heals every time she hits someone as well, doesn't she? That that, that may be true. I, I believe that's the case. <laughs> so me and you, me and Andy had a discussion about her because this this was before she came out because we we'd seen all the videos around it, and there was a general agreement between me and Andy that they're running out of ideas a little bit. Yeah, I was going to come on to oh, that. Really? I was going to come on. She to that. feels more like a hybrid of multiple other characters. It's almost like they've decided, right, we've got enough abilities in the game. Let's mix them up a little bit. Yeah, I did. I, I was concerned about that when Moira came out because for me, it really felt like like that character changed the meta quite a lot because she was so functional for both attack and defense yeah. that you reach a point where every game you played had a Moira, like guaranteed. And I think for the meta, it's bad if any one character is always selected. But with Brigitte, it's even worse because if you look at her ability, she's she's a melee hero, so she's like Reinhardt in that yeah. regard. But she's got this little shield like Reinhardt, only protects her, but okay. she's got her own shield. So I was like, well, that's a bit Reinhardt. But then you look at her other abilities. One of her other abilities is she can throw a little chain thing all the way across the pit, like like Roadhog can. Right. And wallop people with it. And I'm just like, well, that's like Roadhog. And then her main ability is she gives people shield and a bit of her own self of speed up. So that's like Lucio. And I'm just <laughs> I'm just worried she doesn't have her own identity. Yes. And I, and I, yeah. and I, I, I think by combining all of those things, she kind of has, she's maybe carves her own niche. And, and she does appear to have been pretty popular, just by going, what I'm reading on Reddit and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but... And, and and this this is this is my big point, and this is potentially going to be a little bit controversial, but I I think it might be it might be the beginning of the end of Overwatch. I I think we all we all felt with Moira there was a there was a drop in the quality of the character design. Yeah, absolutely. I think there was a little bit less thought had gone into a lot of it. I think with Brigitte, they have exhausted the creativity that they can give into new character design to the point where they they have just created somebody as hybrid of six other characters yeah. and 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 I and I do and I don't worry about it at all because it's been an incredible game yeah. up until this point and also they are now loading so much of their emphasis into the esports into the into the, the into the Overwatch League which demonstrates to me again that's where they believe they that's that's yeah, where yeah. the the revenue stream is going to come from now not the not not the game for the for the day-to-day players yeah i think they sold as many games as they can sell and and Um, nobody's buying loot boxes anymore no no, although on the plus side if they are doing this sort of uh, like hybrid hero I'm quite looking forward to the one which is uh, a flying junk rat (laughs) (laughs) with Zarya shields (laughs) so I will play that that could be next it would be amazing I'd love it yeah I I, I totally agree I think I think we are reaching the point where they're I don't know if they're running out of ideas because, you know, it's obviously a, a talented team, but there's only so much they can do. And there are so many heroes now, you know, it's it's very hard to find a little niche in between all those different heroes because you've got such a wide range. But, I mean, I, I think the good thing is that if you were to go back and play with a really, like, classic meta, you'd still have a great game because okay. those original characters, Absolutely. the mix of original characters yeah. is fantastic. And I think when we played today... 
I always prefer it when we get a classic mix. Yeah, yeah. You know, when we don't have a Moira and when we when we don't have uh, you know a whole bunch of the newer characters on the newer maps as on well. On the newer yeah, maps, yeah, yeah. Like when you get when you yeah. go on Hanamura and you get a real classic meta, it is it's still fantastic because that core game is is perfect. Really, yeah. Different. Yeah, it's 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 good. I think we'll get. I think we'll we'll still play some more. I think we'll keep playing the uh, the seasons while they go on. But yeah, I wonder, I'm one of my badges so. Exactly. There's always something to keep you coming back in. And plus, the good thing is, like, it, I, I still say it's basically like playing a sports game, right? Yeah. You drop in and you still have fun every time you and, play. And that's one of the, the, the amazing things. If, they, if, if Blizzard stopped supporting it and stopped kind of like updates and new characters and stuff tomorrow, um, we could, in, in, in three months' time, four months' time, six months' time, we'd probably still drop, jump in there and still have, a, have an amazing time. There'd still be enough people playing yeah, yeah, and yeah, we'd pick up, pick up games yeah. to play. And, we'd, and it'd still be hilarious. It would still be amazing and, fun. And even if I don't, we've, like, each got, like hundreds of hours into this yeah. so it's, yeah yeah i mean we've, we've got our money's worth and some yeah, yeah, absolutely. Game. but i do wonder if maybe you're right maybe they'll focus on the uh on the overwatch league now and the the next big thing for overwatch is going to be a, another overwatch game yeah which might give it a chance to completely refresh and come up with some some new style uh, although the interesting thing were you saying that they're focusing on the overwatch league um not necessarily the overwatch league but certainly with the sort of pro overwatch scene They've recently been banning people who've been being toxic on 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 chat and stuff like that. So, they, so look, still, there's still been some pro players who've been banned. Really? So, yeah. Wow. That's interesting. I did notice the update from from Jeff the other day about uh, the avoiders teammate feature. Yeah. So yeah. they're still working yeah. on stuff to improve the community, and I think that's one of the best things about Overwatch is its focus on creating a good community experience. I think it's better than any other game. But if they address the one issue which is dropouts in competitive, they would have my attention again. Yeah, I think that's something that is... Uh, maybe nothing has changed on that for a long time, and I wonder if that's something fundamental to the way the game is made now. But if, if they did make another game, would do a major refresh in the matchmaking or something, for me, that has to be resolved, because it is a massive pain in the arse, yeah. I find. The, yeah. the reason they do it is because they, they worry about cheaters. But the problem is that this punishes way more players than cheaters would, who would prosper if it wasn't in. So. Absolutely. You can't, you you know, I understand that you can't guarantee people are going to be able to keep a solid connection for a game. And, and people do drop out, they have to. But I think there has to be a fairer method for, for having somebody replace you on a combo 100%. match. Yeah, and I, I think there, there should be a, a separate queue where you can line up and you say, I'm, I'm happy to backfill yeah. a competitive game for reduced uh, like reduced XP and reduced points and stuff like that. I just Yeah, I, I, on the surface, that would solve it. Maybe there is some yeah. piece of that doesn't work, but from the outside, it looks like that's a solution. Right? Mm. But mm. they know better than we do, so... You yeah. don't think so. I'm, I'm not going to criticise Jeff because he's <laughs> no. going to be a wonderful game. Yeah, uh, absolutely incredible game. Yeah. Best game I've ever played. So I'm just gonna we'll we'll finish we'll finish up because it's been uh, it's been very good chatting with you lads I think uh, it's been very good to be back and I hope you like the new format of the show everybody and we will hopefully be back uh, at some point in the fairly uh, near future so I'm just gonna finish up and say say goodbye Andy yeah cheerio thanks guys say goodbye Matthew bye thanks and it's goodbye from me I'll see everybody much later cheerio bye bye.